my loves, the weather has changed, snow is falling, and uh, joining us right now, as he was on with us yesterday to tell us what was coming, now that it is, uh, in fact, coming, in fact, in some cases, it is here, meteorologist extraordinaire Andy Parker. Andy, thank you so much for joining us once again, and what are we looking at, and please give us a timeline. Yeah, I'm looking out the window. The snow is coming down. And as I mentioned yesterday, this is not blowing into town with big winds and whiteouts. It's just something that starts slow and then will speed up. Expect a steady snow across all of western New York early this evening. It'll finally uh, reach the shoreline of Lake Ontario. And then we're going to start to see that line of switching where we go from snow to sleet and freezing rain. And that line is down there, the New York-Pennsylvania line. It's slowly working its way northward. As it does, it'll start to change that snow into those little ice pellets that'll make more of a ping on the roof of your car as you're driving. And you'll hear that change. That's when you know the atmosphere above your head is beginning to do things to the raindrops and the snowflakes that's beginning to make it change form. It's when you don't hear that ping anymore that's when you know you're starting to enter that uh, freezing rain zone. And that is going to be targeting areas of Niagara, Orleans, Northern Erie, Genesee County a little bit later in the evening. Most of the areas it's going to take until 7 o'clock for that switch to occur in the North Towns. If you're in the South Towns and Southern Tier, it will switch, but it'll be very brief. We are not looking for a big icing event for the South Towns and the Southern Tier. As a matter of fact, if you're in the Southern Tier, you could end up with thunderstorms later tonight. Your switch from snow to rain is going to happen very quickly. And I think the line for cutoff where I would say that there would be noticeable icing would be maybe from Lackawanna over towards Lancaster. North of that, you'll probably recognize some icing. The further north you go, the more it's going to stick to the branches of the trees and it'll coat your cars. We're going to see some people that will record where they roll down the window of their car and they're left with that icy shell where the window was, and yeah. they'll smash it. And it, we're going to see a lot of that in the North Towns. Uh, indeed. So it basically, if, if people are driving home tonight from work and they live in the North Towns, if they get off at 5, they should be okay. They should escape the freezing rain and just have to deal with the snow? The roads are well salted. As I've been uh, talking to you, I've seen two of the big county plows go back and forth, and they are – bread and salt like uh, like they're in a Mexican restaurant or something. It's crazy how it's going down. Roads are wet. Snow is coming down at a nice, easy pace. The pre-salting will handle this. It's going to be the overnight hours. I think after maybe 9, 10, 11 o'clock where that freezing rain begins to start to uh, accrue to the trees. And I don't think the roads that are treated are going to be as big of an issue as just the potential for some broken branches and uh, secondary streets that maybe didn't get treated, that first step out your door onto the driveway, that could be very slick. I believe today may be National Margarita Day, uh, in addition to being Ash Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. I'll have to double-check that. There's a day for everything. Now, as far as the ice is concerned, uh, have you any idea at this point uh, where the heaviest amount is going to form? Yeah, there's going to be a swath that starts over southern Ontario because this doesn't know borders. It begins over there, comes right across the falls, creating an arch that goes from southern Ontario, from Niagara Falls up to uh, uh, Youngstown and uh, Lewiston. And then that will continue all the way across to Lockport, Ransomville, into Orleans County. I think from between Buffalo 
and Lockport. That's going to be this ribbon that we'll be watching where we could get two to three-tenths of an inch of ice, and then that will extend over and fade away a little bit in Genesee County. Still enough to cause some problems in northern Genesee County. Batavia would be included in there. And then the Tonawandas, you could throw Amherst in there as well. I think that's what we're looking at. So most folks are going to get a few inches of snow this evening, and then they're going to get the icing after the snow. So you're going to have this uh, coating of snow, a couple of inches there on the ground, and then some ice on top of it. It'll put a nice crust on top of that snow. You know, you mentioned the pre-salting. Is that going to be enough to stop uh, any mayhem from happening overnight or into the morning commute tomorrow? In most locations, I think it will. I think where the uh, freezing rain falls at a fast enough rate where it might wash out some of the early salting, um, that might be a problem. So they might have to reapply in those areas. But if they stay at it, it's something that they can defeat with the calcium chloride uh, that, that they're putting on the road because the temperatures are going to hover uh, just in those upper 20s to 30 degrees. This is not a frigid cold where the, uh, the salt doesn't work. So as long as they continue to apply it, it should be able to defeat the freezing rain on the majors. It's going to be the streets that don't see the frequent salting or if there's an area of the road that got missed and that looks wet, Treat the roads as slick tonight. Use little extra caution. And then uh, how long is uh, the ice going to stay with us on the roads and uh, in the tree branches and the power lines tomorrow morning as people start thinking about heading back to work? That's the key. The steadiest stuff ends at around 3 a.m. for everybody. That includes the rain in the southern tier, the freezing rain in the north, and any snow. It'll taper off, and then it'll just be kind of a mist for Niagara and Orleans County. The winds are coming off of Lake Ontario the problem is, once we get these ice-laden branches just hanging on the trees, that's when we're going to kick up the winds tonight, Tom, and that's the bad combo. You start blowing around these heavy branches, and some of those are going to break, and that's what generally leads to, I would call, uh, sporadic power outages where you could start to see some uh, communities fall off the grid if a transformer is affected or a, a power line does end up getting pulled down by a branch. So that's what we'll be watching specifically in the north towns tomorrow morning some areas of the north towns might not get back above 32 so if there is a significant ice event to the tune of two tenths to three tenths of an inch it might not melt off uh, some portions of uh, the south towns and southern tier are going to get to 50 degrees tomorrow but that cold air is going to get locked up along the shoreline of ontario and they might not thaw out and whatever's whatever ice gets stuck up there is not melting Friday because mm. we're going to drop down into the teens and it'll stay there into the weekend. So do we call this an ice storm? I, if we can get uh, 0.25 to verify, if we find a number of communities that are 0 0.25, 0 0.3, that would be considered an ice storm, yeah. Um, very, very interesting. Anything that uh, I didn't ask uh, that you uh, would like to chime in with? When's the next one? Because I can tell you we're, we're loading it up again, and it looks like after a break on Saturday and Sunday, we're going to get another one of these mixed precipitation storms on Monday of next week, and then there's another one on its heels. This is all coming off the West Coast. California, Southern Cal, getting snow. They have some blizzard warnings in the southern sections of the state out there. It's an absolutely crazy teeter-totter of weather, but all of that is going to start working its way across the country, and we'll have a couple of storms uh, making our way in next week as well. I don't know, Andy. All this stuff happening right after the Chinese spy balloon goes overhead, I'm a little bit suspicious. 
curious timing, isn't it? That, really curious. I'm just I'm obviously being uh, facetious here. Now, as far as uh, you offer a great telephone service uh, for people and tell folks how they can uh, take advantage of it. You got it. Hey, during these uncertain times of weather where you're not sure which town is going to be ice and which one is snow, feel free to text me. It's 503-ANDY, 503-2639. It's my direct cell line. Just go ahead and text weather to that line, and I'll give you a quick forecast right back. If you have a specific question, just text me like I'm your buddy. Put the meteorologist on speed dial, and you can have it anytime you need it. All right, uh, Andy Parker, thanks a lot. Appreciate your uh, expertise and uh, knowledge and insight and all that kind of stuff, and uh, thank you very much. All right, Tom. All right, uh, there is meteorologist uh, Andy Parker. You know, uh, driving into work uh, basically had a very, very slight coating of snow on the car. Really no big deal, uh, but as, uh, as you know, it's one thing to drive on snow, and it's something else to drive on ice. And what I thought we would do following the uh, appearance by Andy Parker uh, at 2 o'clock, because we like to get Andy on early in the show, is uh, do you have, within your wealth of driving knowledge, do you have any little secrets, any little trick of the trade for A, driving in snow, and B, driving on ice? I would much rather drive through six inches or eight inches of snow than a quarter of an inch or a hundredth of an inch of freezing rain. It is not a lot of fun. And all those signs that you uh, look at in the summertime, bridge freezes before road, and it's 90 degrees outside, you kind of chuckle. Well, this is, again, an opportunity to see Mother Nature in action because uh, on those borderline areas, uh, the the bridge does freeze before the roadway because uh, it doesn't have an insulating layer of earth. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but I thought that maybe uh, some of you might have some things you've learned over the years as far as dealing with uh, driving in snow, but particularly driving with ice. Because I will tell you something, um, after all these years driving, I don't think I'm any better driving on ice now than I was at 20 years old. Um, ice is just such a horrible thing. It doesn't matter what you're driving. You can be driving all-wheel drive. You can be driving, I think you could probably be driving a tank, and it's still going to slide all over the road. Now, hopefully, Andy Parker is going to be correct, and at least the salting on the main roads that they're doing in advance of all of this is going to uh, prevent... Uh, uh, too much mayhem out there, but there's always the side streets. And one of the problems and one of the things that, uh, you know, you'll you'll notice, and uh, your phone call, by the way, at 803-0930, that is 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. One of, the, uh, one of the problems is you'll be driving along on a main road, right? And it's all good and fine unless you have an intersection, and they didn't salt even the little side residential streets leading up to the main road because for a lot of people, that stop sign at the end of their street, if they live off of a major thoroughfare, that's the first time they've tried to stop in any kind of ice or uh, snowy condition. And if they're not watching it, 
uh, they're going to go right through the stop sign. I've seen it happen. I'm sure you've seen it happen, and it's uh, very, very unfortunate. And that's why, you know, a lot of times you'll see uh, they'll put down a very heavy layer of salt in the burbs um, around stop signs, even in residential areas, because it is so easy at a very low rate of speed to just not be able to stop and glide right through. But freezing rain, oh my goodness, it, it is, it is. I don't think I'm telling you anything you don't know here, but it is the absolute worst thing to drive on ever. And I don't know if anybody has any secret to it. I don't know if anybody has any secret technique they use for driving on ice. All I know is I keep the speed to a bare minimum. Could probably walk as fast as drive. Seriously. I mean, that is how bad freezing rain happens to be when you're on the road. I I wish I could tell you that, hey, I learned a hack uh, for how to deal with driving on icy roads. But after all this time, I've got I've got nothing. I've got nothing. And I know that uh, there are so uh, there are some snow tires. We talked about um, snowy cars and snowy tires uh, in a show right around the blizzard of 2022. But there are some tires which obviously do much better on ice uh, than other tires do. But even with those particular tires that have kind of a they're made of a softer compound. Even with those tires, you still um, are, are not going to have the kind of control you would have um, even if the roads were, uh, were dry and without anything on them. But I, I just urge you, seriously, uh, in that area that will be north of what Andy Parker is, uh, was just talking about, I urge you to use uh, extreme caution when driving after about 7 o'clock tonight and certainly into the overnight hours. And if you, uh, you, know, if you have kids that are just too cool for AM radio, uh, if you have a spouse that's too cool for AM radio, or a parent for that matter, you might consider texting them or giving them a phone call saying, hey, I just wanted to make you aware of the fact that we're going to be in, in all likelihood, for some very slippery conditions starting at about 7, but really kicking into high gear in the overnight hour. I mean, the one thing we have in our favor is the really wicked freezing rain isn't supposed to start until, well, traffic is kind of uh, uh, not a big factor anyway. So there's that. It's not like it's coming down in the middle of uh, drive time, uh, afternoon or morning drive. Although some of it may stick around for the morning drive tomorrow, uh, it shouldn't be coming down uh, as it does. And if you've uh, lived here long enough, you know the sound of your roof being pelted with sleet. Oh, you know that sound. You, you take pictures of the little balls of snow that fall around your house. I know because I received them. And uh, then the changeover to freezing rain. And those of you who are old enough uh, will remember uh, it was uh, March 2nd, March 2nd of 1976. Uh, we had a wicked and I mean an absolutely wicked ice storm in western New York. Uh, took pictures of it when I was a, a teenage kid because I thought, my goodness, this is extraordinary. Um, it was absolutely, the, the whole area looked like some kind of a really weird winter wonderland. And not with snow, but with ice just caking everything. And as Andy had mentioned to us, um, when you get uh, wind, which we're going to have, 
and you get any amount of ice at all on tree branches or anything like that, uh, you do run the very real risk of power outages, which, you know, again, that's the last thing anybody wants to think about after the blizzard of 22, but it is a uh, it is a fact of life. 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930, on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, and if any, if, if at any point uh, during today's show uh, we start or you start to notice that things are going downhill rapidly on the roads, uh, you can always feel free to uh, give us a call. Star 930 is free on the cell phone. Um, Alan Harris checks the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board at uh, 803-0930 in the 716. I know Alan uh, appreciates your info uh, that you are able to text in as long as you do it safely and at no harm or risk or danger to others. But I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody has mastered driving on ice. Uh, I, I don't know how the first responders do it, but driving on ice is, you know, there are very few things driving-wise that scare me. Freezing rain scares me, not just as a driver, but has long been scary as a pedestrian. Because it's not just the people driving on the roads, it's the people walking in the parking lots, on the sidewalks, and first thing in the morning you wake up, you take that step out onto your uh, front steps or your side steps, and if you're not careful, you end up uh, breaking something and uh, can be very, very, very nasty. I need to do a break because I'm a prisoner of the clock. Uh, we'll uh, maybe take some calls on this uh, after the news at 2.30 at 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. It is Bowerly on a Wednesday midweek, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, anybody have any uh, secret trick, any secret weapon on driving on black ice? Studded snow tires? Anybody? Studded snow tires? Those of you who have studded snow tires, you want to call in and uh, let us know about black ice experiences? Uh, you can only have them on between certain dates in New York State. I think New York State DMV um, has regulations on them. Uh, Dad, we talked about this during the show we did on Best Winter Car and, you know, best snow tires and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but Dad always had these studded snow tires. But even even with the studded snow tires, I've got to believe that driving on ice is something that has to be done with an abundance, a super hyper abundance of caution. Uh, phone number is 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, you know, the other thing here uh, is I, I don't spend um, an awful lot of time on social media. Um, in fact, <laughs> there were some people in social media on my uh, personal page that I took off of my personal page because they would send me messages instead of texting me. They would use Messenger instead of just texting me on the cell phone, and I was missing too many messages, getting them too late. So I said, okay, look. Anytime you want to reach me, you can reach me. So there's no point in you being a part of my Facebook page um, if you're going to use it to message. And then 
even when you tell people, please don't send me a message on Messenger. I'm probably not going to see it until it's way too late. You know, people get into the habit of doing things. They send the message on Messenger, and uh, you end up being uh, late to the party. Um, obviously, uh, Ash Wednesday, the beginning of Lent, we're certainly going to get into that. Uh, no doubt about that on News Radio 930 WBEN. Um, we are going to get some uh, ice on the roads. Uh, we're going to keep our eyes on that. You're going to help us keep our eyes on that, especially overnight. I hope nobody loses power because I think we had enough people losing power uh, during the blizzard of 22 to uh, last more than a winter's worth. Uh, let's go to uh, Mike in uh, West Seneca. Mike, uh, you've got some tips for people driving on, on ice. Oh, yeah. I drove for UPS for 33 years. And uh, we have the five rules of driving, you know, space and visibility. Uh, you got to keep your following distance down. You know, it's four to six seconds for under 30. Over, and uh, reduce your speed. If you're going to be out there driving, make sure you got 10 to 15 seconds out of the time in the vehicle in front of you. And uh, check your mirrors because if you start sliding and you can gain control of your car, you want to know which direction to go in. Most important right there. Um, if a car is following you, and they want to pass you, let them pass you. Don't get into a fighting match over how much road you own. Uh, getting home is being getting home safe is the important thing. So if a car wants to fly by you doing you know 55 on a throughway and you're doing 35 in this ice, do your 35. Keep the space and visibility, and chances are you'll get home in a lot better shape than the car that just passed you. Uh, indeed. So uh, all those years driving for a major company, um, how many incidents did you have because of freezing rain and ice? Uh, never struck a pedestrian or another vehicle because of ice. Uh, brushed you, up against some curbs. Ah, brushed up against some curbs. Did you ever end up in a ditch? No, I would always put my chains on. Uh uh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, is that something the company would do for you, or do you have to do that personally? Put chain, you had to do it yourself. You had to put the chains on yourself. They supplied the chains and the hooks and everything, but if what conditions got too bad, you would have to uh, get out and uh, put the chains on and make sure they were tight and just listen to the clunking the rest of the day. Yeah, how about the studded snow tires? You ever try those maybe in your personal vehicle? Um. I've never used studded snow tires in my personal vehicle. I've had friends that have had had, had them, and um, they do help. Um, you do gain control a little bit better. Uh, your gas module goes ways down, but like I said, getting home safe is the most important part. Well, it is. Uh, Mike, thank you very much for the uh, uh, driving tips. If you want to share your driving tips for driving on icy roads, knock yourself out. I detest driving on icy roads. 1989 got iced in in Jacksonville, and that ride back from Jacksonville all the way through West Virginia and Pennsylvania was so difficult because ice was abundant and it was just wretched. Let's go to uh, Joe in East Aurora. You're on WBEN. Hello. Joe, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Yes, go ahead, please. Yeah, it's Jim. It ain't Joe. Oh, Jim. Yeah. Uh, I worked for the highway for 30 years, you know, and, and ice is ice. Uh, but I always tell everybody, if, if they're out in the country, kind of just drive on a shoulder. Put your two wheels over on the shoulder and go slow. 
and uh, what, what uh, why? Because well, you keep there's, your speed down? A, well, well, you keep your speed down, but you can also, there's, there's traction over there because of the stone. Oh, I see, and, I see. And you won't, you won't slide off the road if you just keep on that shoulder. Uh, how did that work out for you? Any mishaps? Nope. Well, good. Good. When Happy was, to hear that. When I was plowing, uh, you know, the only way you could, you know, if we were out salting and that, uh, the only way you could uh, really stop is uh, you drop your plow. You know, you've got no control over the, the truck. I mean, it's going to go wherever it wants to go. So did you ever find yourself in a situation where you had to ice a road that was thoroughly caked with ice? Totally. And I got called in on a couple of really bad crashes where uh, I was out and my boss would call me and say, hey, where are you? And I'd have to go because the county and the state never got there and had a couple of fatals. And yeah, pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would imagine. Uh, what, what are those and, big, what are those big trucks uh, filled with the salt? What do they, what do they drive like on ice? Uh, uh, I suppose the same as anything else. Yeah, you, you know what, you know, it's it's like a zamboni. You know, <laughs> I mean, it, it, you know, you, it it can go anywhere. You know, you just got to take your time. But now they got Sanders. My my truck was one of the newer ones. I mean, I was there thirty years. But uh, one of the newer ones I had where it would throw underneath my tires, which was great until I got empty. And because the salt would go from the back to the front and would take the weight off the rear wheels. So uh, it could get hairy. So uh, how many stupid things did you see people doing on the ice when you were driving? Lots. Uh, people want to follow you as close as you can. You know, you know, these people don't realize that, uh, you know, we got to stop, we got to turn around and they'll, they go as close as you can. And sometimes I turn the sander up way up and blast them to try and get them to back off. I couldn't even see them sometimes. I mean, I've, I've seen school buses pass me. Oh my goodness. Little ones. You know the, the the small ones. Yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of stupid things. Well, enough of that now. So, are you gonna are you gonna uh, tempt fate and go out driving uh, later on if it gets really bad? Nope. Well, you're in East Aurora. Maybe you'll uh, dodge the bullet. <laughs> yeah, maybe. All right, Joe. Hey, I'm sorry, Jim. Thank you. Yeah, nice talk. All right, Jim, thank you very much. All right, anybody with uh, advice on dealing with driving on ice? Studded snow tires, how much of a help? Chains, how much of a help? Uh, I am not smart enough to put chains on the tires of my car. Don't laugh. I always tell you guys, there's some things at which I'm very good. Most things, I don't know. Most things, I don't have a clue. I don't know how to put chains on tires. Um, studded snow tires have never owned studded snow tires, even though Dad always swore by studded snow tires. And uh, I did use one year, um, and I did use them, uh, the Blizzak tire, which uh, is made basically to be, as I understood it at the time when they first came out, a tire that was super, super good on ice. 
and it was you know, it was okay. My my personal experience, it was okay, but it wasn't exactly like I thought it was going to be any more than the uh, uh, Chevy Blazer was what I thought it was going to be. Bought one of those back in the 1980s uh, because I wanted a vehicle that was going to be uh, uh, reliable winter transportation and uh, got rid of it when uh, I moved to Florida in the late 1980s. Um, but don't, don't get me wrong, it was a fun car to drive. It was nice. And it used to frustrate. I remember uh, driving that thing in Vermont, the Chevy Blazer, and all these people in Vermont becoming very impatient with me at the head of a line of traffic because I didn't, and I had snow tires on it. And I didn't believe at all in uh, exceeding the capability to handle the vehicle. So uh, a lot of people, a lot of people seem to wave with one finger as they passed me, and I made it easy for them to uh, go by me. Um, but you know, again, I think you always, whether it's snow or whether it's ice, you always need to uh, drive within the capability of being able to stop the car without having the car slide all over the place. And I, I never never took it for granted that even with uh, a blazer back in the day with snow tires that I was going to be immune from the laws of nature or the laws of, uh, of physics. Never tried the studded snow tires. I, I, I'm curious, those of you who have the studded snow tires, I know you rave about them in snow. Are they all that in the ice? And the same thing with, uh, with chains. Um, I can't imagine what it's like driving with chains on. I should really try it sometime, but uh, I don't know that I have the coordination to, uh, don't know if I have the coordination to handle that. But uh, the reason we're even bringing this up today is uh, we're in for some inclement weather, in particular in the uh, north towns all the way up to Lake Ontario. And by inclement, uh, obviously, we've got some snow coming. But then after the snow, we're going to get some sleet. And then the sleet is going to turn over to freezing rain. And it's going to be, well, we don't know how much freezing rain exactly we're going to get. But it might be enough to... Uh, take down some tree branches or limbs. Um, and unfortunately, many of you with trees on your front lawn, you have to park in your driveway overnight if you live in certain areas of western New York. And uh, if you've got a short driveway and a big tree and there are big branches that go over your car as it's parked at night, you got to hope and pray that the forces of gravity don't bring that big tree bow down on your uh, wonderful automobile. 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. All right, uh, apparently nobody has any magic tricks as far as driving on ice. I was kind of curious to see if studded snow tires were going to make a reappearance on uh, uh, on the show today as uh, being a source of wizardry and magic for driving on the ice. Um, I don't know how many people anymore have studded snow tires. You know, there was a time in western New York when you didn't want to have studded snow tires on your car if you had one car and you went to Canada a lot because uh, Ontario had banned the studded snow tires many, many years ago. And if you, uh, especially with these long lines trying to get into Canada at this point, um, and when I say at this point, I'm not talking specifically about right now, I'm talking about in general as compared to the way things used to be. Um, uh, the last thing you want after waiting so long in line is to be turned away at the border by the immigration man. 
David Crosby reference there. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Now, um, something happened uh, overnight in uh, Chictawaga that apparently is uh, getting a lot of play on social media, and that is a murder that was committed outside the 33 Speakeasy on Genesee Street in Cheektowaga. And if you don't know where the 33 Speakeasy is, uh, let's just suppose you're on Union Road in Cheektowaga. You go past the 33, all right? You come up to Genesee Street. You take a right onto Genesee. 33 Speakeasy is right up the road just a little bit, like not even maybe two-tenths of a mile, and it'll be off on your left. And we were there just Monday night. We were there just Monday night. We typically go there once or sometimes twice a week. And I'll get back to that coming up after the news at 3 o'clock. But I, I think 33 Speakeasy is getting a bum rap in uh, social media, at least according to what I've heard. Let's go to John in uh, Clarence. John, you are on WBEN with the studded snow tire situation. Oh, yeah, Tom. Actually, right now in New York, I guess you can't get studded snows anyways. I just put uh, new uh, snow tires on my truck this year, and I wanted to have them studded, and they said they can't do it. So I was kind of surprised to hear that. As far as how they work, well, it's like anything else. Um, you know, the biggest uh, assistance to driving is what's right between your ears. Uh, people, especially with four-wheel drives or something, they actually believe the commercials. And they're the ones you always see uh, off in the field sideways or something. All you got to do is slow down. It goes for snow, that goes for ice, that goes for anything. Studded snows are going to help you a little bit on the ice to get a little better traction. But the problem is your front end is going to be drifting all over the place, you know. So that's the biggest issue. Um, but with, okay, just, just out of curiosity here, you wanted to get the studded snow tires. Is it a supply chain issue? They weren't available? Uh, is it, no, actually, as I understand, a lot of the, the tire places, actually, they will stud them for you. But as I understand it, from what I was told, that you cannot have studded snows anymore in New York State. Uh, that's they, not they do, the. They that, do sort of tear up the road, as I, you know. So you know, I, I actually looked that up online, and I, I didn't see any reference to that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up again online. Yeah, well, that, that could be. Like I say, they might have just been, you know, selling me something. Um, I know I, I have Blizzx tires on my truck. It's a four wheel drive truck, and I've had Blizzx before, and. Uh, I've always been very, very satisfied with them. But, again, it's just a matter of just common sense, you know. The weather's bad, slow down. Uh, I've driven transportation for a company for a number of winters, and I'd burn a tank of gas a day just hauling people around. And that'd be through blizzards and ice storms and everything else. And if you got to do 10 miles an hour, you do 10 miles an hour. That's all. Just, you know, go slow, go safe. Now, you, apparently you've been behind me because that's pretty much what I do. Um, the information I have here, sir, is studded snow tires are legal in New York State between the dates of October 16th and April 30th. Ah, that's well, the information go. I have. Now, again, I'm not a lawyer, so you might want to seek legal counsel, but uh, I've seen that on a couple of websites. <laughs> oh, I ain't worried about it. I just said, you know, actually spending a few extra bucks, but... Uh... No, like I say, studs are great, you know, but again, it's just, it's all common sense, you know. If you're going to be an idiot behind the wheel, you're an idiot behind the wheel. It doesn't matter what you're driving. 
Well, this is true. Uh, and I, again, when you talk about 10 miles an hour, to some people who've never driven in ice before, maybe newcomers to western New York, they might think that's an exaggeration. It isn't an exaggeration. That's about as fast as you want to go on icy roads. Oh, absolutely. And like I say, besides transportation, I also drove a plow truck and a sander. And, you know, I spent a lot of time behind a wheel in the winter. So um, the, the best thing is just to slow down. Just take your time, slow down, plan things out. And if it looks real bad, don't even go out. Just call in. You know, my life ain't worth it. Amen. All right, uh, John, thanks very much. I appreciate the call. Uh, let's go to Bob in Elma. Bob, you are on WBEN. Welcome to the show. What do you have? Hello. Um, I got a set of chains that I could put on my work van at the time, and it got me unstuck between snow and mud and ice uh, about five times. Uh, once you put them on, you've got traction like you wouldn't believe. Um, and I also, about 40 years ago, had studded snow tires on a two-wheel drive car. It didn't really help that much, but it really ground up the road by stepping on the gas. <laughs> okay, as far as the uh, as far as the chains, forgive my ignorance, but yeah. with chains on the car, can you still go as fast? Can you still do the speed limit? Oh God, no! You're, it's rough as heck. It, it's bigger a bunch of lumps all around your tire, like you're in a whole thing of Easter Aurora potholes. Oh boy! <laughs> but they give you great grip. Uh, what would be the maximum oh, speed yeah. you could do with uh, with with chains on your tires? If you want to be comfortable, maybe twenty five. Yeah. Well, all right. So the yeah. advantage yeah. is you don't More get stuck. The really dis- bad. Disadvantage yeah, I mean, is your back is broken. On, I could pull a car right out of the ditch. Without it, nothing. Wow. So when it comes to... Yeah, a, really, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was just say my chains I had, I could put them on without jacking the truck up or moving it. I just They were temporary. No, that's, that's uh, super like cool. I wonder how many people have those tracks that we talked about during the blizzard of 22 that uh, kind of mimic one of those uh, snowcat vehicles. Oh, I don't know. They, they are really impressive. I've uh, worked uh, construction, and the small excavators and stuff like that with the tracks on them go right through almost anything. Pretty cool. Pretty yeah. cool. All right, man. Thank you very much, Bob. I appreciate the call. Uh, we are uh, at uh, 2:57 at News Radio 9:30 WBEN. Uh, we'll see how this goes. Take a few more calls on driving on ice, and uh, you can consider this the public service portion of the program because um, I will tell you, in all candor and honesty, very few things scare me about driving. Number one, I will never drive in New York City, never. Number two, ice. Do not like driving on ice. It is the worst thing in the world, and you really have to watch your speed, and you really have to concentrate. And quite frankly, my opinion, when driving on ice, you got to have a little bit. Of, you got to have a little bit of luck on your side as well. And again, remember, the main roads might be salted just fine, but those people coming up to that first stop sign of their day from their side street may not stop unless they've dumped, as they usually do, a whole bunch of salt by the stop sign. It is uh, Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN.